0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Joe Horsemeyer from Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way. We are here with another excellent episode, and uh, today I am with one and only uh, Matt Hendricks. Now, Matt, what have you done at Johnsonville, and for how long?
1: Uh, thanks for having me on, Joe. Uh, I have been at Johnsonville now coming up on eight years. Um, I've worked all all 8 years in research and development as a sensory scientist.
0: Fantastic. So there's a lot of like behind the curtain stuff that, you know you can't talk about, right? Absolutely. <laughs> stuff coming down the pipeline,
1: uh new projects, all sorts of
0: things yeah. that yes, we can't talk yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. All right. Um so in 8 years as a sensory scientist, how how many projects would you be a part of within 8 years? 8 years and uh in R and D we're
1: a we're a shared service, so we service all of the business units. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of hundreds of projects
0: have come across my desk. Oh my goodness. And uh, most of them are all stuck, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Many of them have okay, stuck. Okay, very, yes. very
0: good. Yes. Very good <laughs> answer. Awesome. So what is it about John Seville that that pulls you in, that, that makes you want to come into work every day?
1: The product. Yeah, uh, is what pulls me into Johnsonville. Uh, the people, mm-hmm. uh, my coworkers, uh, and then kind of the new things that happen each and every day. So there's always something new and different to to talk about, to work on, um, new problems to solve. Mm-hmm. So it's always staying fresh, always staying interesting, and always a challenge every single day. Wow,
0: fantastic. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, thank you so much for your on-the-clock story. Let's jump into your off-the-clock story. So you do this magical thing that I just found out about called fistball. Now, what on earth is fistball? It's the million-dollar question. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay.
1: It's a, It's kind of a funny thing because I'll, I'll often wear, uh, like, Shirts or, or or coats that have fistball on it, mm-hmm. and when we're traveling or I'm just going to the store or something like that, I have people ask what's fistball all the time, mm. and the most basic answer I can give is is most people understand the sport of volleyball. Sure. Yeah. Um, most people have seen that. So the 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 best way I can describe it is it's volleyball with a bounce. Okay. Just one bounce. Just one bounce. Okay. Yeah. All right. In between hits. So. In volleyball, you can uh, you you strike the ball over the net or hit the ball over the net, and it can't hit the ground. If it does, it scores a point. Mm-hmm. In fistball, it's allowed to bounce. It doesn't have to bounce, um, but it is allowed to bounce once, and then you can play it. In in very similar to volleyball, where you have a defense, uh-huh. um, there is a defense in fistball. There is a set in fistball, and there is a strike in fistball and it's over a, a line or, or a net very similar to volleyball. Okay. And the way you score a point is the ball bounces twice, mm-hmm. um, the ball hits the line, or the ball flies out of bounds. And there are other penalties
0: too, but those are the most common ways to score a point. Wow, so can you play a ball, and don't worry everyone, we're gonna back up a little bit more, but yeah. can you play a ball without it bouncing, or does it have to bounce and then you can play it?
1: You can play a ball without it bouncing. Okay, okay. Yeah. wow. Uh, the ball's hit awfully hard, um, and the ball is a little heavier than a volleyball. Okay. So you, you'd like it to hit the ground, slow down a little bit, and then you can make the defense or the set or the, or the strike.
0: Wow. Okay. And then have you played all the positions or is there like one specific position that you play? Uh,
1: I have in the past played, played all the positions. Mm -hmm. However, the, the position I play most often and, the position I play on a regular basis is, is the striking position. Mm-hmm. It's the offensive position. It's the the primary striker on the
0: team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, really, really dramatic shots of, like, ah, yes. you know, arm over the head type thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so there's
1: – the you know, you have that defense, you have the set, and then there comes the, the third hit, usually is often the strike. Okay. Where the objective is to score a point wow. against the other team. And I'll also do a fair amount of serving, um, but that can, that can go in between. There's two – there's two guys or or, or or women that play the front, mm-hmm. and uh, and those people are primarily the servers and the
0: strikers. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So let's just take a moment and just back up. All right. So the history of fistball. What first off? What what came first, volleyball or fistball? Good question. And <laughs> and so if you look, uh, fistball came
1: first. Okay. Okay. Uh, the first mention of, of fistball was done some some time in like 240 or 250 AD, oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, and it's mentioned um, it's mentioned in the Roman Empire, uh, so it is it is a very old historic game. Is this in the Olympics? It is not. Okay. Uh, it is a sport v- trying to be in the Olympics. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, we can get to that yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, later, yeah. Uh-huh. but it is a sport that is that is trying to be in the Olympics. Okay. Um, there's a lot of things that go into to being an olympic sport mm. um the fistball b- fist is played in the world games which is the step below oh, okay Okay. Uh, the olympics mm. and so that's an olympic uh recognized event sure um olympics has also been at some of the world cups oh, wow. um so they they're observing fistball as a sport that could be in the olympics okay um but it just takes takes some time um, some sponsorship yeah and yeah. you have to have the right people but it, it i think someday it will be mm-hmm.
0: okay cool so all right so backing up again the what did you say like what ad
1: was it uh, 240 ad i think <laughs> it was goodness. mentioned first <laughs> however then it, it it pops up in history over the years um in different spots in europe okay uh However, it wasn't introduced as a game that people recognize today until the late 1800s. Okay. Um, in which it was played in Germany. Mm. Uh, and then it, it, the game has evolved since then to what it is today. Wow. Um, but it is primarily a sport that is most popular in Germany, Austria, uh, Switzerland, and then there are some parts in, in, the South, in South America, Brazil, Argentina, Chile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's played in, in different countries. Uh, around the world, and wow. there is some countries in Africa. Namibia is a sport; it's played in Australia, New Zealand. So it's played played worldwide. Yeah, um, some clubs are more mature than others, mm-hmm. and some countries are are better at it than others. Yeah, but it is
0: it is a sport played worldwide and um, growing globally. That's awesome. So, mm-hmm. when did it come to America? I mean, was it on the Mayflower? <laughs> did it come <laughs> over then? <or? laughs> Good question. <laughs>
1: so. My understanding is that it started uh, out on the East Coast in that New Jersey, kind of in between New Jersey, Philadelphia area sometime in the 1920s. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, it didn't start in Wisconsin until the 1950s, where there were German immigrants that started playing this sport in Milwaukee. All right. Um, Since the 1950s, then, uh, that group of people wanted to find a a more permanent home. Uh Um, And just speaking specifically for Wisconsin, uh, cause it is the sports only played in the United States and in, in just a few spots. Okay. Um, so for, for the Wisconsin players, uh, they were looking for a permanent home and they found a park in Jackson called the friends of nature club. Okay. Uh, that, that turned into their home and has been ever since. Uh, and what
0: what year was that?
1: I think that was sometime in the, in the fifties. The, the okay. park is coming up on its 92nd anniversary. Sure. Um and I don't believe it's fistball has been played the entire history of that park, but okay, uh, but yeah, some some time around that time there was that group of of German immigrants and families that that played the sport in, in Europe and, yeah. and wanted to continue here in Wisconsin. Okay, um, and then since then there has been uh, recruitment of players in the area, mostly from the. Uh, Jackson Wisconsin area Mm -hmm. uh, Slinger Germantown West Bend uh, some players from Milwaukee uh, that have come up to play Um, and now it's played uh, on a regular basis in in Jackson Wisconsin where I started playing Mm -hmm. Uh, and there are men's players and and women's Mm -hmm. Um, there isn't co-ed fistball however there are men's leagues and then there are women's leagues okay
0: great and so now you were you were telling me before we started recording but your parents started playing fistball and then that's how you kind of got into it or or is there more to that story
1: correct yeah my my parents started playing fistball um before i was born okay so they were recruited uh by my by my mom's brother so my uncle had played and they all went to, to germantown high school okay uh, and that's where a lot of the the German some of the German immigrants that started playing fistball, that's where their, their kids went to school. Mm-hmm. So there was some friendships and collaboration yeah. going on there. And so my uncle started playing playing fistball and then recruited um, my my mom and dad. Wow. And it just so happens that the the Friends of Nature Park that's located in Jackson is within walking distance of, of where I grew up. So I started playing fistball from... I, I don't remember life without it. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I've been, been around the sport my since I've been a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started playing in the men's leagues um, when I was around 10 years
0: old. Okay. And uh, haven't stopped since. My goodness. So... Um, you're considered a man basically at 10 years old when you can start playing <laughs> fistball. Then. It says a little bit about
1: the about the amount of people that play the sport. Oh, okay, it's, it's, it. it's relatively small. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm, and many of the and many of a lot of what happens is you know you have your your parents play and you kind of watch your parents play and you just can't wait to get out on the court and play along mm-hmm. and to be a part of the game and that's what happened with me. I I was I can remember being younger. Um, being on the sidelines, hitting the ball around with some of my younger friends, just cannot wait to play a, play a game, uh, and be on the court, you know, with, m- uh, my dad and his friends and, yeah. and to be a part of that team. That's uh, really cool. Mm-hmm. I need mean, to
0: have those, those memories in general, you know, yep. that's, that's, and <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have that with like basketball or football, but no, <laughs> you've got fistball.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a sport that is, is not very well known. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's very small here in the United States. Uh, it just was a matter of fact that I grew up right down the street from the park yeah, that was played yeah. at. Uh-huh. Um, and then my parents played, and that, that got me involved. And that's a, a similar story with the many of the people that play today. Okay, uh, it's, it's much by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So I've recruited several friends. Oh, all um, right. I have uh, my sister plays. Both my sisters play. Uh, and then you know, both of their husbands play. So my brother-in-law's play. It's kind wow. of a family sport.
0: And <laughs> so and when you guys are over having a barbecue, it's like, yeah, we're not playing volleyball or pickleball. <laughs> we're playing <laughs> fistball.
1: We, we may hit the ball around this. The court is very big. <laughs> so it's, it, it's hard to play just a pickup game mm-hmm. in, in, in a full court sense. Yeah. But yeah, we'll hit the ball around. Um, we've played a little bit on the beach. Okay. Uh, when we go on on family vacations and people always ask, you know, what's this? What, yeah. what are you guys doing? Never heard of that before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's always something, even when I was in, um, uh, and you know, as a younger kid growing up and going to school, I, I would play the traditional sports like sure. your soccer, your oh, basketball, yeah. your football, track and field. But every weekend during the summer, we would be playing fistball yeah. and, uh, nobody knew what that was, uh, unless you would come out and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was something that's always been a part of, um, been a part of, you know, my story. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. So uh, for you listeners out there, you can't see it, but Matt brought a fistball. Is this your original fistball from back when you were 10? No, <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it's been used. I'll it, tell you that much.
1: It has been. So it's been, uh, it has been used. It, it's probably about, I would probably say eight years old okay. at this point. Uh, but the balls evolved. It used to be this hard leather ball Mm -hmm. and then it went to more of this like synthetic uh white look to it yeah and where it's a little lighter but um back when i first started to play this leather ball would end up you'd play with it for for four or five years because at that time it was hard to get anything from from europe to get a ball shipped over here and that
0: was the only place you could get them yes we would be ordering them um from
1: europe uh, and you know you'd order a bunch at a time, uh-huh. and over the years you'd pick up grass and water, and that mm-hmm. ball used to get very heavy. <laughs> uh, these days, uh, it's the ball doesn't quite pick up that type of residue, and it kind of keeps the same weight, and it's much easier to get okay. and much cheaper to get balls here in the United States. Mm-hmm. This one particularly is from South America. Um, so they they have suppliers in South America and Europe that can get you balls, yeah. lines, anything you need these days. Versus mm-hmm. when I was younger and um, that was even before the internet, so it was wow. hard to get hard to get uh, yeah. equipment. Wow,
0: yeah. So obviously, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be taking some pictures and and you'll be able to see the ball mm-hmm. and everything. But so now one of the the of course just having you on to talk about fistball is amazing. But you are actually on. Uh, what team is it that you're on? I play in the United States national team. It's kind uh, of a big deal.
1: (laughs) You know, it it sounds like a big deal. And, (laughs) and for me, and fistball has always been my hobby and it is, it is, um, Uh I don't, part of me, part of me always downs plays it a little bit because it's always been something I've done played Mm -hmm. fistball, And it's been something I've uh, been a part of since I've been a little, little kid. Mm -hmm. But, um, it is a it is a pretty cool experience, and the games provided me some pretty awesome
0: experiences over the years because of being on the national team. Yeah. So, what does a season look like? Like time frame? You know, are there playoffs? Are there? You know, like, well, what is a what is a season?
1: Yeah. So there are there are different levels of fistball, and so our season that we play in in Jackson just with our. Uh, just with the local local teams, mm-hmm. uh, runs from June, uh, runs through June, and then we take a break in July, and then runs through um, August. So there's two months out of the year okay. that, those, that are played with a couple of tournaments. And there's there's been typically been league play where we play uh, every Sunday, mm-hmm. and then one tournament in July, and then one tournament in late August, early September, okay. roughly around the Fourth of July, and then roughly around the Labor Day holidays. That's that's what a typical season around here looks like. Uh, for for the national team and even some of our, our even some of the other clubs within the United States, um, there are tournaments throughout the year that we will participate in. So the national team isn't in any particular league. OK, uh, it is big tournaments. Oh, so, okay. OK. So the national team will play in uh, a couple of different ones. It's there is a Pan American championship. Uh, that it will play in as as the U.S. national team, and that happens, um, I think, every couple of years, and that is the con- Those will be the countries that are in North America and South America. Okay, one just happened um, this past weekend. Oh, wow. uh, so it was the countries of Brazil, Argentina, uh, the United States, Colombia, um, Chile. I'm sure I'm I'm missing one in there, but Mm -hmm. that's, those are the primary countries that'll play it in the United States or in, for the Pan American championships. Mm -hmm. Then there are also tournaments that the United States will participate in. One is the world cup. Uh, that happens every four years and that's, uh, the top 16 teams, uh, across the globe. Okay. So the top 16 countries across the globe. And so you'll get countries from, um, North America and South America, um, a bunch from Europe, uh, Africa. Um, you'll get some from um, Asia, and then some. You have an Australia and New Zealand team, so it spans the globe. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. That will all participate in this World Cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I've I've played in four of them, and then I've then um, there's an, also another tournament, the World Games, which okay. I've uh, was a part of just this past year in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. Um, where the top eight teams play against each other in a tournament.
0: And how'd that go? Um,
1: it it was so it was the very first time the United <laughs> States was in this tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we didn't do as well as we'd hoped. Mm-hmm. Um, we were the eighth ranked team, and we came in eighth. Oh, well, so the maybe. seedings the seeding stayed true. Uh, <laughs> it was also the first time the women's team, um, the United States women's team, participated in the World Games, and actually the first time women's fistball was in the world games. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's a much bigger tournament for sporting, sporting events altogether. Sure. Not just, sure. does, does not include fistball, which the world cup is just fistball. The Pan American games are just fistball. Yeah. Uh, the world games has uh, like a hundred different sports and in, involved in it. Fistball is just part of it. Yeah.
0: Well, you said the world games is like one step down from the Olympics, right? Correct. Yeah. That
1: is, that is, that is the next, uh, if your sport isn't in the Olympics, though, your sports in the World Games. Okay. Yeah. And one, you yeah. got to play in the World Games. Yes, it was. It was pretty awesome. Um, yeah. What was that
0: experience like?
1: It was <laughs> it, it, it was one of the top event sporting events of, of my life. Yeah. Uh, one of the top experiences of my life. Um, because it was held in the United States, uh, we had an opening ceremonies uh, okay. and all the countries that participate in this were all there Mm -hmm. held in birmingham alabama at uh, the university of alabama birmingham and so the opening ceremonies had uh, in between 30 and forty thousand people there and because you're the united states and in and that's your home country and you're you're participating in the sport in your home country we we were able to come out last and had a a really resounding round of applause it was kind of like a miniature version of what you would see on tv for the olympics yeah ceremonies yeah uh then after that uh the, the games began mm-hmm. um then ne- and then within the next day or two the games began and we played our games at southern birmingham university okay all the fistball uh teams did and that was exciting uh just to be able to play in your home country yeah you know, to represent your country in sport it was it was pretty awesome. Um, just to, just to be a part of that team, um, in an event that I'd never been a part of was just something that I'll, I'll never forget, but it was, it was exciting. It was exciting because every morning, um, you know, you're with your team, but you're you're with all these other sports, you know, eating breakfast and you go participate in your sport, um, participate with your team, uh, and then the other, other teams. And then you know, you get to watch other, other sports because it's not just fistball going on. So mm-hmm. all sorts of things going on around you Yeah, and you're just trying to focus in on what yeah. your job is. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, it was fun. Uh, it was something I'll never forget. Uh, we also had to stay in, in dorms. Um, okay. For part of the time. Yep. So that yep. was, that was, that was the something experience. I would, yeah, that was an experience, <laughs> um,
0: for sure. Well, good. So, you again prior to us recording You were talking about just the level of play From different countries and stuff And so you being there And, and who actually won it then Was it Germany? or Germany won okay. it all Yeah. And yeah. so what was it like I mean how often are you able to just be in the presence of People who are very very good at fistball Not that you're not Because clearly you're on a national team That played in the world games for crying out loud But you know Were there any takeaways or any like Oh my goodness, I can't believe you know
1: you're you're amongst all the athletes and um, almost you're you're exposed to them at all most of the time when you're in these events. Mm-hmm. so especially with it only being the top eight teams. Um, the best players in the world you, you get to talk to, pick their brains. Um, oh really? Oh see yes. now that's cool. yep. and and many of them you're friends with. So fistball, like I, I had said is a is a very small mm-hmm. small sport. So you get to know these people. Um I've played on the national team for fifteen years. Uh and and many of them um I've gotten to know over the years. Wow. Um a lot of the players are are people that you're friends with, you recognize it and you know, when the sport's done and the competition's over, um there's you know, you celebrate and you're just you're just buddies mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. Um on the field you're you're competitors and and you dislike one each one another but after after the competition's over with your your friends and you talk about um you know your families and what's going on in each other's lives we're also talking about strategy um picking their brains about how to be a better player so there's a lot of a lot of sharing and collaboration amongst the amongst the countries um when fistball was evolving in the united states uh back in i would say the late 90s that's kind of the way fistball had had grown was mm-hmm. through collaboration from other countries. Okay, so fistball was played in the United States, like I said, from the fifties, but w- it had gone largely unnoticed. Well, sure. <laughs> so, in the mid late into the mid to late nineties, once the internet uh, came about, uh-huh. um, the Wisconsin Fistball Association had a um, had a website. Okay, which was found by some European clubs and it was discovered that the united states was playing was playing fistball just as yeah, a small yeah. small club in in jackson mm-hmm. so at that time uh some people from switzerland had come over to watch no kidding. and yes and uh that's how the united states fistball Say- association had started okay so in the in the in the mid 90s and eventually there was a proposed proposal to have a United States team in the world cup. Mm-hmm. And in which time my my dad participated in participated in as a national player, um, and, and nine other players from, uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And that collaboration from the Swiss team is what got us started. And so in 1999, my dad and, and the rest of the players participated in the world cup in 1999. Um, there was a break then from 1999 to 2007 okay. where there wasn't a, a United States uh, national team. Many of the players in 1999 were older mm-hmm. and so when that was over with that was a big moment in their lives but when that was over with there wasn't a there wasn't a, a big push to do a second one. Okay. So the United States missed the the World Cup um, in 2003. mm mm-hmm. Mhm however then, um sometime in that late two thousand and five two thousand and six ta- uh, time frame, there was a push to bring back the United States fistball team in which um I was a little bit older at the time and uh was started to participate then as as a national team um at that time then we went to to Germany in two thousand and seven to play in the world cup um and that's when more collaboration happened, yeah. So to build a program, to build a skill set, uh, we partnered with the Brazil national team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was, and so the partnership bloomed in 2007, um, and they started traveling in, in kind of like the, I think around 2010, we had several people from Brazil traveling to train us, uh, to, to get us ready for the 2011 World Cup in Austria. So the collaboration again had had begun, um, and we we did better than we did in two thousand and seven and two thousand and eleven. Mm-hmm. We had some new players, yeah. some younger players. We have some, um, vol, very good volleyball players that joined okay. us at that time. Okay, um, and we participated in the World Cup in two thousand and eleven in in Austria. Wow, uh, and then after that, there was some there was much more collaboration with that Brazil team partnership with the Brazil team, and and um, by two thousand and fifteen that. Uh, we had a brazil uh head coach his name was Gastao, um and so there was there was more leadership more coaching more develop player development and we ended up placing better and better and so in 2015 we played in argentina uh and had our best result to date in 2015 Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's all it was all based on relate building relationships building um some collaboration with other other countries Uh with those with those really great players that wanted to come over and help the united states we've had several players come over and they'll play with us throughout the summer they'll Mm -hmm. stay at some other people's homes Um, and so that's that's kind of the way that you need to to develop um into a better into a better player and a better team is by playing against these good players on Mm -hmm. a more regular basis and being Um, thousands of miles away and some, some, sometimes it's, it's harder to get better.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just, as you're talking, I'm over here like good old Wisconsin, you know, (laughs) (laughs) who would have thought that fistball first off was a thing. And then second off that, like we have some of the best players in the world here in Wisconsin, you know, and that's just amazing to me. So in the life of a fistball player, would you say, I'm talking about you specifically now, is coaching your next uh, your next venture, or you just play right off into the sunset? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a good, How does this work? It's a good question. So, this ball is a largely volunteer based organization. Okay, um, yeah. We don't, we're not professional athletes. We don't get paid. Uh, so there are many different ways to stay involved after you're done playing. Okay. Okay. Um, So
0: not that you're close to being done. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just, you know, like, Hey, this may be a world-class coach. We're talking to here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is possible that that, that could be my next step. Uh I'm not entirely sure. 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 Uh, You know, as you get older, um, many of the players just continue to play just for fun. Just, Mm -hmm. uh, like in some of the, some of the tournaments that you'll play in, it's just for fun. You'll play with your, your older teammates. And, and that's, that's maybe it. Mm -hmm. um, And then, you know, others go into coaching. Others um, get more involved in kind of the organizational planning. Oh sure, yeah. Trying to organize, you know, the fundraisers and and sponsorships. Yeah. So there's all pieces of it where, as you get older, you can certainly help and 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 give a hand in in trying to develop the sport. Coaching could be the next step for me. Who knows? You know, Um,
0: (laughs) I'm just thinking. You know, you started off with off the clock. Next, you're going to ESPN, you know, (laughs) so it's, (laughs) we're just going to keep this going. For sure. Uh. So, real quick, too, I'm wondering, this just popped in my head, Uh, but, you know, I've seen some um, football games, and I mean football, as in soccer. Those fans are nuts. Are fistball fans just as intense? (laughs) Yes. Uh. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. Awesome. <laughs> uh, there are certain countries. Now, the United States has 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 some great fans. But yet oh, again sure, yeah. a very Absolutely. small, small following of, mm-hmm. of fans. Mm-hmm. Um however when you get to to some of the countries where it's a little bit more popular, yeah. uh your your Germany's, your your Brazil's, um, your Switzerlands, they have a, they have a following. They have boosters and <laughs> Uh, you know, they're noise makers and their chants in the stands, and mm-hmm. so it can get it can get pretty rowdy. Yeah. Um, during some of the big events, some of the big matches. Um, so to say they're they're maybe as rowdy as as some of the the European soccer clubs. Yeah, yeah. I, that that I can't ex- exactly <laughs> speak to.
0: But <laughs> they got flares out there in yeah. the stands. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh wow! But I
1: have been a part of of different um. Of different uh, events, uh, watching some of the some of the bigger matches, uh, the, some of the finals, and and those can be some pretty intense matches, and yeah, it, it's the fans can get rowdy, and it, it's it, cool. it is that's what actually makes it really fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I can only imagine, literally, the the idea of of playing against one of these teams and to try and keep your composure as they're doing their thing, you know, and just going nuts, and oh man, um, so. Getting back to like what you do, um, if someone here at Johnsonville or outside of Johnsonville wanted to get into fistball, how would you suggest they start that?
1: You'd really just have to, you'd probably come talk to me first. okay, uh, And then you have to just come out on a, on a, on a Saturday or Sunday during the summer and, and give it a shot, mm-hmm. maybe watch it first on on youtube watch a video to see you know just pick up the concept of what the game is yeah and then come out and maybe watch it and hit the ball around a little bit it uh we're always looking for new players Mm -hmm. um always looking for for that for that next next team yeah yeah so and always looking to to build it to to be something bigger and better so um there's always an opportunity for everybody to come out and try and both men and women Mm -hmm. um we're looking for for both men and and women and, and children um, also get involved. Well, in, obviously, in ten play. years old and <laughs> up at
0: least. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and is that still down in in Jackson then, or is that or is anything going on around the Sheboygan County area? Jackson is is
1: the only spot it's played in Wisconsin. Okay. Um, at the Friends of Nature, we we played different spots here and there just as. Um, just as kind of demonstrations, mm-hmm. so uh, German Fest comes to mind as a demonstration, oh, just wow. to try okay. to to let people know that this yeah. is being played, mm-hmm. um, and just to try to bring some awareness. But the the many of the games are played um, at that Jackson, Wisconsin, and in, in the Friends of Nature Park. Mm-hmm. The other spots in the United States are Philadelphia, okay, uh, and which is at a swimming sport club, another German sport club, and then there's another one in um in new jersey uh in flanders new jersey which is called uh, the swimming sport club so just called the ssc okay so those are the three primary clubs that play fistball and the only place amazing yeah
0: <laughs> here in wisconsin we've got a our own world class you know that's awesome
1: so yes many about from the national team roughly half of the players come wisconsin from wisconsin and the other half come from uh the clubs out east so okay there's a lot of collaboration between Wisconsin and Philadelphia yeah. uh, and New Jersey. So that'll be a, a lot of vacations spent yeah. going out to, to <laughs> Philadelphia or, or Jersey. Uh, that's
0: really a bummer, huh?
1: <laughs> you know what? It it In in some cases, I wish I'd traveled different places In yeah, other places. I suppose, it's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, there's no no other place I'd rather be. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Other than playing in a tournament in in Jersey where it's like 90 degrees and and, and humid. I suppose. (laughs) So where is the next um, world event played? The next world event will be played back in Germany in Mannheim in 2023. Okay. And
0: is there a push that you guys will be there again?
1: The United States did qualify. Oh, sweet. Uh, So it just qualified actually over the weekend. Um, There was the Pan American Games that took place in brazil and a a group of of men um some of my teammates were down there and played in that uh and they they qualified you have to be um it to be one of the top four teams okay so to qualify from north america and and they were so (sighs) it it was at least becoming top four in that tournament so so yeah we'll be in we'll be one of those 16 teams back in back in germany uh next august and you're going right that's still up in the air. Okay. That's still up in the air. Um, I've been a part of it for now four world cups or world games and, and there has to come a time. I don't know if that is, (laughs) if that will be, uh, if I, if I've got one more in me for, for Germany next summer, but, Mm -hmm. uh, Hey, never say never.
0: Well, I was just gonna say I don't know that I want you to announce your retirement <laughs> on this episode. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> No, no, let's 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 keep it uh, keep it open until okay. uh Very until good. a final decision is made.
0: Very good. Great. Well, I'll tell you what, maybe we can even get a group from Johnsonville to head out there. I don't know. That'd be amazing. It'd yeah. be a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> Germany is a is a great place to come. I'll walk in. around with a handheld mic all day long. I'll tell <laughs> you. <right now.
0: laughs> oh, that's amazing. So is there anything else you want uh, our listeners to know about fistball in general? I would
1: I would say one of the things that um, draws me to it is just kind of that camaraderie mm-hmm. um, with my teammates uh, and the ability to travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the places that I've I've gone, I would have never gone without fistball or gotten them the itch to travel even more. Yeah. Um, so I've I've made lifelong friends. Uh, people that I've shared experiences with that uh, we can talk about well into our our old age and then also kind of that openness to 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 travel mm-hmm. uh, when I went to Germany back in 2007 that was my first time out of the country oh wow uh, ever since then there's just been that itch to go different places uh, to get a different perspective um, from people mm-hmm. um, that you know aren't aren't from the United States. Yeah. So just to be friends with, with people that are, you know, from South America or from Europe or from Asia, um, and just kind of understanding their life and talking with them, um, brings a whole new perspective. So every time I would travel to one of these world cups, you kind of come back with something new, Mm -hmm. um, something to think about differently, uh, makes you kind of a better person. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that's what Fistball has brought me, and, and I think that other people can can benefit from that as well. If you want to get involved, in it, whether or not you're a player mm-hmm. or somebody that helps um, organize or volunteer, it brings the opportunity to travel and, and to meet new and different people that you never would have met you know, had you had not gotten involved. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, I think, the, the last bit of it for me is um, if you were to get involved in this sport, um, that's kind of the the best thing that it's provided me. Yeah. That and being able to enjoy this um, all with my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, my sister played on the World Games um, as, a, as a United States player. My two brother in laws are also on the team mm-hmm. uh, as the United States players, and we've been able to travel with our families all over the world, not only to in, to enjoy the competition, yeah, but to also enjoy the the sightseeing, yeah, absolutely, and <laughs> yeah. culture and um, uh, the cuisine, the drinks, I mean, and my just, goodness. uh, so that's what fistball has brought me and what I think that could, um uh, potentially bring others. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a small sport, um, a sport you've never heard of. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> well, not how, after this episode, Yeah. <laughs> 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 however it is, it has been, um, my hobby and, and something I've been passionate about for a pretty long time. And yeah has paid back dividends um, to me as a as a person. So I uh, love the sport and and hope to, to be involved in it for many years to come, but.
0: That is great. So Matt, one more time, give our listeners a rundown of where they can go if they're interested in, um, you know, just checking it out or yep. signing up or all the things.
1: So we, I would, if I were to, if I always tell people, if you want to see the sport right away, YouTube is the best place to go. Just, okay. YouTube Fistball. Mm-hmm. If you want to, to look at United States specifically, there is a website, usfistball.com, uh, where you can go to and check out that, okay. all the content. And what's going on recently with the, the national team and in some of the clubs that are around the United States. What's going on, um, you can find out there. If you want to get involved uh, here more regionally in Wisconsin, then I would say contact me mm-hmm. um, okay. and, and see when, when the times are – when we're going to be playing next. When Mm -hmm. can you come out? Uh, and then where is this park in Jackson, um, to provide an address.
0: Mm -hmm. Great. Well, Matt, I got to say your story is exactly what we're looking for. So we really, really appreciate you coming on and, and breaking down this brand new sport that I never knew existed and, uh, letting the Johnsonville members know just what you do. Um, your story is obviously unique and, uh, it's huge. A, a national team and playing on the national or international stage. That's amazing. So kudos to you and obviously all your hard work from ten years old on. So <laughs> but um you wouldn't mind closing us out today.
1: This is Matt Henricks, and you've been listening to another episode of Off the Clock, a podcast made the Johnsonville way.